hello, hello. This is Indy the Doll doing this week's Taking Into the Streets interview for WWOZ. And today we have New Orleans Very Own Successful Five. Hey. Hey, how you doing, Indiana? I am doing fine. Uh, what you doing on this good Thursday? Well, tonight I'm at uh, the 40, 71, 40 Diamond Road. Uh, Miss T, the legendary Miss T, one hour legends in the city. She's shooting a video tonight over here, so I'm over here supporting that. Okay, turn up. I don't want to hold, uh, hold you, but let's just get this uh, interview out the way. So tell, uh, tell us a little more about yourself. Uh, Successful Five, I'm a New Orleans native, born in the Ninth Ward, uh, the desire, housing development to be exact, uh, just growed up, you know, a regular citizen, uh, experienced some racial profiling and stuff early on, and I, you know, got into music and uh, poetry at a young age, so I was able to, you know, express myself through music and uh did some songs early uh, in the late 90s and had success uh, from the 90s to the 2000s before Katrina. And uh, then, you know, Katrina hit and some of the music that I had, you know, it just resonated with the people. So I was able to, you know, just put life from a New Orleans perspective, I guess from a male's perspective, uh, in words. And, you know, people just gravitated to me and uh, just been doing a lot of good work in the city ever since then. Okay, awesome. How long have you been in the uh, music industry? Uh, since 98. Okay, and what made you get into the music industry? Was it like uh, maybe a, a rapper before that inspired you was like, hey, maybe I could do that? Well, when I was in high school, I went to John Mack, and, you know, we all was just, like rapping in the cafeteria in the hallways and stuff like that. But one of my friends, he uh, put out a, a, a single uh, during the summer. And, you know, it was on Q93. It was on the radio. Uh, when we came back to school the next year, I think it was my 11th grade year, you know, he had gold teeth. You know, he had the animal ballads back then, you know. And, you know, I was able to see that, uh, you know, the, the success, was tangible, like, you know, pursuing this, uh, it could really happen because somebody who didn't have a, like a record deal where we just rapping previous, you know, it was, it was, it was done. Like we hearing this music all over the radio and now we know okay, this thing is possible. So that's what made me really take it serious. Okay. Tell us a little more about nothing but fire records. So Nothing But Fire Records is a label that I started with my partner, Six Wall Puck, uh, in 2002 after I released uh, a project called Sack Mafia with Untouchable Records in 98. And uh, the label didn't really do well with us, you know. Uh, and so I just didn't want to be on, like, a record label uh, by somebody else uh, anymore. And so Nothing But Fire was actually the first words that I said on a CD or a tape back then. And I just used that, and I, I, that's our motto. You know, we want all our records to be fire. We want everything, Nothing But Fire. So we started the, the record label in 2002. We dropped the first project in 2004. And then after Katrina, 
2005, you know, uh, none of the stores were open. So your your, your Peaches records, your Gimmick records, Odyssey, you know, none of those record stores was open. So we decided, you know, to open up a store and name it None But Fire Records in 2007. Okay, this dopeness. So growing up in New Orleans, what was your fondest memory? Uh, just you know, like the family oriented life in New Orleans, you know, uh as a kid, you know, like all of the different neighbors treating you, you know, like family, you know, jumping on the mattresses, flipping and buying frozen cups and you know, just being a, a, a youthful, fun loving person with no bills, <laughs> just a kid, not knowing about the real world out here in New Orleans. And, uh, you know, just it, it, just being that community, that community, you know, feeling when everybody looked out for everybody uh, in, in the neighborhood. Right, right. Because I'm from Uptown, and I know for me, being an Uptown girl, it's just that surrounding of having people around you, like even your neighbor is your family. Yes. Yes. So in lieu of the 17th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, of course everybody has their own um, Hurricane Katrina story. Can you tell us a, a little about your personal Hurricane Katrina story? Yeah, definitely. So, uh in, in 2005, uh, you know, early in the year, I'm a uh, just a you know an artist who growing and having success, right? And uh, my wife, uh, who was she wasn't my wife at the time, we were just uh, two young you know people. Uh, we had two kids though, right? So you know we, we were living together. And uh, she was warning me, you know, about the storm and wanted to leave and go, you know, to Baton Rouge. And I was, you know, hard-headed, like, man, I'm not going to those Baton Rouge, you know what I'm saying? Even though it was, you know, threatening Category 5, just a stubborn male in the city of New Orleans don't want, you know, take heed. I'm like, I'm not going to those. I ain't going to where it's going to be another, you know, hurricane that come through and don't really do nothing and uh but you know sensible guy i, I didn't want my uh my family to go by themselves so i i i took her he stubbornly and you know went out there and then the hurricane you know happened and what most people you know don't acknowledge or don't remember is after you know the hurricane passed people was outside it was Sunday, you know, people was, you know, in the streets, you know, playing and, you know, like, oh, it wasn't, you know, nothing. And then, you know, the levees blew and then the water come, you know, in the city. And so, you know, of course, that's what, you know, made the damage was the water from the levees. But the, the, the actual hurricane, Katrina didn't really, you know, do the damage that it was supposed to do. And so just seeing everything uh, you know, from Baton Rouge and the devastation and all that, you know, uh, you know, that was, you know, hard seeing how America treated our people to taking the days and days to come in, you know, 
help assist and bring water, get people off roofs and uh, out of the Superdome and stuff like that. So I was I was actually grateful that I did listen to you know my my wife and and uh, leave the city, but it showed us the harsh realities of how you know uh, you know the government you know look at you know black people uh, not only in this city but just in this country. Yes. When the city officially opened up after Hurricane Katrina hit and you seen the devastation, did you think about staying where you relocated or did you want to come back home to New Orleans and be like, okay, I'm going to just puff it out, and, you know, because this is home? Well, you know, I came back while the ground was still wet, while the whole city was great, you know. So by me not going uh, to some of the places, that you know, uh, other people went who went far off. Uh, uh, you know, I wasn't a part of the, the people getting a one-way bus to wherever. You know, what I'm saying I was able to just come, you know, those 60 miles from Baton Rouge and see the city, assess, you know, the damages, and I never ever contemplated not coming back. You know what I'm saying? But uh, just seeing. You know, the devastation and all that, you know, I just, you know, wanted to rebuild, you know, and and help get the city back to where it was at, help make sure we, you know, keep the culture, keep our language, keep everything that's naturally in New Orleans, you know, and keep our people a part of that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I've never kind of played in that coming back. This, uh, this is the 17th anniversary of the Katrina March and Second Line. And this year, you have a lot of big names. Can you tell us more about the event and who's performing? Okay, so uh, the 17th Annual Katrina March and Second Line, you know, is happening this Monday. So uh got a powerful, you know, powerful uh, lineup. Uh, you know, it's hosted by Wild Wayne. Uh, we have Dawn Richard. Uh, she's going to be there, uh, the Village Brass Band, Iris P, uh, Miss T, the legendary Miss T, Flag Boy, Giz, uh, 17. Uh, we got the Hip Hop Caucus, Reverend Yearwood, Young Sino, uh, and Rocker B, and uh, many more. So we got a lot of powerful organizations going to be out there giving out information. You know, we're going to have different stuff at Huntersville for the uh, kids, you know, spacewalks and stuff like that, free food, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, we've been doing it 17 years in a row. Uh, We've been working on making it a state and local uh, holiday so people don't have to stay. I mean, people don't have to go to school, uh, uh, go to work. So we feel like from America's own, uh, you know, acknowledgement, Katrina was the biggest natural disaster in United States history. And so, you know, with that admission, you know, like we should honor this and people shouldn't have to go to work on this day. You know what I'm saying? People shouldn't have to go to school. People should be able to remember all of the lives that were lost and, you know, the reason that the people came back to rebuild, you know, this great city. And it's just important that, uh, we acknowledge it and we make sure we keep it on uh, America's front burner. Right. 
And um, the um, best part about this event, um, not just the healing and the, uh, to celebrate the resiliency of our people and also the entertainment, but this event is actually free, right? Yeah, it's free and open to the public. It's always free. We start in the Lord Night Ward on Jordan and North Galvis where the levees is breached. Uh, and, you know, we march. It's a samba march, but we have a healing ceremony where we call out the names of those who uh, were lost, the lives that were lost. And, you know, we start, you know, the march with uh, Brother Luther Gray uh, with some African drumming and, you know, libations. And, you know, we kick it off. And then uh, once we get to St. Claude in Poland, then, you know, the second line uh, portion starts. And then we go from there to Huntersville. But, uh, yeah, everything is free. It's absolutely free. Uh, everybody, we encourage everybody to come out. We have uh, our traditional Katrina T-shirts uh, at None But Fire Records. So 1840 North Claiborne. And if you remember, you know, uh, after Katrina, when it was, you know, uh, the rescue, seeking rescue time, you know, they would put the X on the door and uh, signify the group that, you know, did the rescues, you know, if they had people in there, how many people, you know, was uh, in there, if any, and then the date and, uh, you know, the date and month uh, when they did the, the search. And so we used that, uh, that symbol. Every year, you know, just to, you know, represent the year uh, in which it's been since, you know, Hurricane Katrina. And so right now we're in the 17th year. And, you know, we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep, you know, honoring the lives of the people who, who, who lost their lives. And we're going to keep, you know, representing for the people who came back to rebuild this city. Yes, the t-shirts are beautiful, um, may I add. I uh, shared it on my personal Instagram, and it, they are gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. No problem. Uh, where can we find more information about uh, uh, Katrina March and Second Line and more events that you promote? Uh, so you can go to Katrina17.com, so www.Katrina17.com. And you can uh, get all of the information about uh, the Katrina anniversary. And also you can go to my social media page. It's uh, Seth, S-E-S-S-45, so at Seth45 on uh, social media. And then I have another page called Youth Day NOLA because uh, we do a monthly event for young people uh, every fourth Saturday of the month called Youth Day. And it's at a different park uh, in New Orleans. So all over the city, uh, last month we was in Conrad Park uptown. The previous month we was in Bunny Friend Park in the Ninth Ward. This month, actually, uh, Saturday, August 27th, we're in Stalin Park from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., giving away free food, drinks, refreshments, game prizes. We have uh, space walks for the kids uh, in this Clowns. We have all kind of activities for young people. We want to be the change that everybody is, you know, looking for. So we want to give a fun day for kids uh, at least once a month. The parents, you don't have to bring any money. Just come. We got food for adults and the kids. And uh, it's just an opportunity for young people to just have 
fun. With all the stuff going on in the world, uh, we want you to just come have fun. And uh, it, and it, you get some love from some people that look like you. So, you know, a lot of, you know, finger pointing it, uh, pointed at our kids, but they got a lot of good kids. They got a lot of kids that's not in that uh, that bunch that's doing some of the, you know, the wrong things. And we just want to make sure kids get to have fun. And so you uh, Day NOLA is a page that you can get all the events that's going on in the city for young people. Oh, that is so beautiful that y'all do that for the youth because a lot of youth is, you know, you've been seeing them on the news and everything, and now that you're just getting the community together to celebrate the youth and have the youth to have a good, safe, clean fun. That is beautiful. Yes. So before concluding this interview, do you have anything more you would love to express about the uh, Katrina March and Second Line on any other events, and do you have any shout-outs? Okay, so uh, just want to make sure that as many people who listening to this show, you know, you share the information that you're hearing, you know, tell somebody about the Katrina anniversary. Uh, it's this Monday. You know, we're going to do it every year, and we just want as many people in the public eye to come out. It's 10 a.m., uh, Jordan and North Galvis across the canal. Uh, we looking for any organizations that want to come out, uh, any groups, any bands, like everybody is welcome. Uh, and if you are an organization, you want to be a part of it, you can give us a call at 504-342-6977. You know, we setting up information tables at Huntersville for, you know, just useful information for the public. So we want to make sure we invite all these organizations that's doing good work in the community to come out, interact with the people and the citizens, and let them know what they have going on. But, uh, you know, got to shout out my uh, my people, Mike B. The Grinder, uh, my whole Youth Day NOLA uh, crew, uh, Tasia, Auntie Faith, uh, Young Pro, the young the YP movement, uh, Phil, Zipporah, uh, Gina and uh, Diane. So we have a lot of people that help make this thing happen, and we appreciate everybody uh, from the Hip Hop Caucus and the New Orleans Katrina Commemoration Foundation. And we're looking forward to having a huge successful event this Saturday for the kids, and then also this Monday, you know, for the Katrina Commemoration. I believe that um, this Saturday is going to be a huge success, and I know um, this upcoming Monday is going to be a huge successful peace and blessings and uh, major success for uh, to you and all those that's involved into this huge event. Thank you. Appreciate you letting us, you know, put the word out through your platform. And uh, we look forward to just, you know, being more active in the community. Most definitely. Well, this concludes this week's interview with Mr. Successful Five. Thank you so much for taking time out and talking to us about this amazing event. All right. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. No problem.